What is up, kings and queens? Welcome back to Bad Habits Kingdom. Thank you guys so much for supporting the channel and for subscribing. You have no idea how much I love you for doing that and showing support. Truly, truly means a lot. You have no idea. You can also check us out on TikTok, Instagram, Spotify, Facebook, Apple. We got a lot, my babies. Kings and queens, as of always, if you hear any yelling, screaming, or breaking, that is my almost two-year-old baby girl, Luna. She's going to be two in, in January, you know, in the next few weeks. So she likes to be part of the show. And when I don't include her, she gets a little upset and tears down the lights and cameras and stuff. Yeah, it's okay. I still love her. Keys of Queens, the Bad Habits Kingdom t-shirts from Bad Habits Laundry have arrived. So if you would like a free Bad Habits Kingdom t-shirt, Go ahead and let me know. Just go ahead and email me at badhabitsking at gmail.com. Badhabitsking at gmail.com. The link is below as well. Also, if you guys would like to help support the channel, the link below, the GoFundMe account. I have not received my first super chat yet. I can't wait to get one of those, <laughs> honestly, when I do my live videos. So definitely help support the channel. It also goes for a good cause. We go to get toys for the children at the children's hospital. Uh, we order more t-shirts and stuff like that. In February, the Delphi murders anniversary, my queen and I will be flying out to Indiana. We're very excited. You know, unfortunately, it's not for a good cause, but we are going to be flying out there for the first time and just get a scene of everything. So we're really excited to go out there and meet some people and talk to them and stuff. So it's really a great honor. Also, Kings and Queens. Like I promise, we have some more stuff coming. Sweaters, booty shorts, tank tops, you name it, we got it all, kings and queens. Just go ahead and email me at badhabitsking at gmail.com. Tonight's video, okay, so everybody knows that this channel is not true crime only. This is not a true crime channel. This is bad habits. It's a bunch of bad habits stuff, okay? But the Delphi case is something that I've always been very attached to. And for the past couple of days, it's like one of the most things I've been thinking about nonstop. Okay, now I've always been very much emotional involved in this case. You know, it, it, I'm very attached to it. You know, I, I you know, watch videos about it, read about it for years now. And... For some reason, the past few days, there's a lot of things that's been just really, really scratching my back, and I can't figure it out. So I really, really would love your guys' input on this, okay? First things first, okay? The police have released new information about the, kind of about the case. You know, they arrested somebody recently for a crime of a man who has been luring minor girls talking to them on social media on snapchat instagram and basically getting nude photos from minors and luring them to meet up with them and everything like that and apparently in december of 2016 two months before the murders happened there was contact between keegan klein that, that's his name is that his name keegan klein and Libby German. Now, when I first heard this, I thought it was just a rumor. I didn't think there was clarification. But apparently, it has been confirmed that there was contact 
between Libby and this monster. Now, for the longest time, I've been trying to figure out why did Libby German pull out her phone and start recording this person? Okay, all it shows is a guy walking towards him on the bridge and the audio is guys down the hill. What do the police really know? Where are they going? What are they getting at? I really have a feeling that they are going to be solving this case very soon. Now, I don't know if it's just because I hope they're going to, and hope is literally the only thing stronger than fear, which is the true fact. I saw it in the movie Hunger Games, but it is a true thing. I really hope that they solve this case soon. And I really think they're going to. I don't know why I think this, but for some reason, I just have a strong feeling that this case is going to be solved very, very soon. Now... They release the information. Everybody jumps on it. Anytime they release any kind of information when it comes to this case, everybody jumps on it right away. They automatically assume, including myself, that this could be the, the this could be bridge guy. Same thing with that happened with Chadwell. When Chadwell first came out, oh, he had the tattoos of girls crying on the arms. It looked like Libby and Abby. Um, he liked to hang out in the woods. You know, he lived about 20 minutes away from Delphi. Uh, he was arrested for, you know, raping, sexual assaulting, strangling his next door neighbor who was a minor girl. You know, we were all pointing at him, you know, kind of looked like a fit the description, little heavy set. You know, the voice kind of similar, not a whole lot, but it was kind of similar. I don't know if that was just my mind trying to make me think that it sounds like him or. You know, it, it was kind of similar. But it turned out it was not Chadwell. You know, that's pretty much confirmed. Police ruled him out. And he was arrested and charged and now going to be spending the next rest of his life in prison for a horrible crime. Then they released new information recently. Keegan Klein, which really pisses me off because Keegan Klein was actually out here in Las Vegas. This is my city. I was born and raised here in Las Vegas. Vegas is actually very, very small. Everybody knows somebody that knows you. So if he has connections out here, if he has family out here or something like that, I wish to God I would have known about him back when he was out here. I looked up his social media and I can't believe he actually had videos of Las Vegas, him being in Vegas. I told my queen, I was so mad when I saw that. Like, this guy was here. He was here. If we would have known then, and we would have known he was here, I mean, we would have gotten his ass. I mean, for sure. But the one thing that sticks out to me is that two months before the murders happened, there was contact. Now, I try to look at Bridge Guy's photo and I look at Klein's photo. Both heavy set. The only issue I'm having with it, and this is just me, is that when I see Bridge Guy in that photo, I see an older person. I see someone in their 40s, maybe even 50s. I don't see someone that looks like... I mean, he kind of looks similar, but... Maybe that's why they did the second sketch. Okay. Let's talk about the sketches for a second. When the first sketch was released, I thought that was pretty much dead on. I really did. I thought that was damn good. 
at what the photo I see on Breach Guy. Then the second sketch comes out. So basically, the second sketch comes out because it's the police saying, hey, this is something we screwed up on. This is the right person to look for, which is a totally different sketch, which didn't make any sense for the longest time. To this day, I still believe the guy on the bridge looks more like the first sketch. That's just what I see. Now, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying what I see is more of sketch number one. Bridge guy, heavy set, knows the area. You know, I guess that area is popular for the locals. I guess if you're just, you know, visiting or something you don't know about. I don't know if that's true. I've never been to Delphi. I don't know the people in Delphi. But apparently, even like people that come to visit don't even know about it. They don't go out there. Only really locals or people in the immediate cities around Delphi. Now, this is what I always thought that happened for the longest time. I thought the killer did a random crime. I thought he was going to rape any girl. He was going to find a woman or women, you know, more than one. Sexually assault them, rape them, and possibly kill them as well. I did not think for the longest time that the girls were targeted. For the longest time, I thought it was a random crime. You know, I think he was not random. Like, I believe he planned this out. He knew the area. He knew where he was going to do it at. He knew people went out there to jog or, you know, hike and stuff like that. And he was just going to hopefully find one or two girls alone and grab them. Now, that's what I thought for the longest time. And then I started thinking, well, he knows people go out there to hike. He knows men are out there as well. So he, is it common for girls to go out there by themselves to hike out there? I don't think they do, but that's just me. I just don't see a person, a woman by herself going out there. That's what I was thinking. Then I found out there was women out there by themselves. Walking dogs and jogging and hiking. Apparently, it's a common thing. So, I was like, okay. Then I thought, when he saw Abby and Libby, he saw them right after they were dropped off. Within a few minutes of them being dropped off, he started following them. He saw them. He saw that they were alone. And he started following them right away. And then, something creeped him out. Basically, he saw the guy, the girl saw the guy like in bushes or hiding behind trees. And then he started following them. Once they started walking a little bit, then they turned around and he's walking on the road behind them. They cross the bridge. They see him catching up a little bit. They walk to the end of the bridge, turn around. When they get back, he's walking up. Something's wrong. She pulls out her phone and starts recording. Then I thought to myself, there's no way that's what happened. I am dead wrong on that. There had to have been a reason for Libby to pull out her phone and start recording him. And this is the question that I ask myself nonstop, every day, every single day. Why did she pull out her phone and record him? Now, apparently there was more audio. One of the girls' mother, I don't know which girl off the top of my head. I don't know if it was Libby's mom or Abby's mom. But they did an interview and they said that they actually heard more of the audio that the police gave them. And basically it was normal girl talk. 
the girls did talk about how they got to the end of the trail and they did say that there's somebody a creepy guy out there or a guy following them something in that nature so then i started watching the shape real chill grays real chill grays Graz. I'm not sure if it's real chill Grays or Graz. I, I, I gotta ask him. <gasps> True Crime Investigates. You know, Stacy Summers. You know, I started watching a lot of videos. Gray Hudges. You know, I started watching a lot of videos about the Delphi case. I started watching them over and over and over. Like, wonder if they can give me an idea on why she pulled out the phone. A lot of times I was watching these videos. They were saying that bridge guy was already on the other side of the bridge. I thought, hmm, I don't think so. That's what I thought at first. I was like, no, couldn't have been. Then I realized they were right. I think they were right. I mean, we don't know for sure, but now I think he was already on the other side of the bridge. I think what happened is that there was some kind of contact. There was some kind of communication. Now, a few months ago when I did a Delphi video, I'm not sure if I did a live one or it was one of my uploads, that one of my supporters actually wrote a comment saying the girls were catfished. And I thought to myself, no, no way. The girls were not catfished. Then this is new information gets released to where it is possible that the girls were catfished. Very possible. There was contact between Keegan Klein and Libby German two months before her death, before the murders happened. He could have catfished her. That is a high possibility. Okay, let's go back. So then I thought they were right. The guy was already on the other side of the bridge. So what made her decide to pull out the phone? So the mom, one of the girl's mom said that they did make it to the end of the trail. They said that in the audio. So they cross. And then bridge guy either passes them right when they get to the end of the bridge or he walks up when they're getting just getting off the bridge. So this is what I think happened. This is just my theory. I think when they got off the bridge, he approached them and something went wrong. Something creeped them out. Maybe he they were meeting somebody out there. And then he said, oh, it's me, yeah, that photo, blah, blah, blah. And then she realized something was terribly wrong. Maybe he said something inappropriate to them. Maybe he tried to touch them. Something happened beforehand, before they got to the end of the trail, right when they got off the bridge. Now, this is just my theory. This is just what I'm assuming, okay? I, I know a million people are going to say that's not what happened, but I'm just saying my theory as of right now. They end up passing each other. Okay. Maybe he said a comment. Maybe he didn't say anything. But I do believe there was contact. He ends up starting on the bridge. They go and finish off on the trail. They turn around. They start heading back because they got to the end of the trail. That was in the recording to one of the girls' mother. When they get back to the bridge... They see him coming back. Now, creepy things happen all the time. Weird things happen all the time. You know, to us, you know, almost every day, you know, we get creeped out about people or weirded out about things. 
but it's rare that we pull out our phones and start recording them. That's what made me think that something seriously had to have happened or had to have had some kind of contact beforehand. That's why I thought for the longest time that he started, he was following them a few minutes after shoot, they were dropped off. Cause that would creep somebody out. You see someone in the bushes or see someone in like standing by trees or even seeing someone that's behind you in a distance but they keep stopping. They're looking around. It seems like they're catching up. It's a grown, big size man. In that video, when I see that bridge guy walking across the bridge, I see like a, you know, stocky guy. That's what I see. You know, there's got to be the reason why she pulled out her phone and recorded him. She knew something was wrong. Okay. Now, I know I talked about this in other videos and in other interviews and stuff. I really think some kind of contact happened. I don't think he just passed them on the bridge and that was it. I don't think that he just followed them and that was it. There had to have been something that triggered her to pull out her phone. Maybe she already had her phone out, but to actually record him. Was she recording him to say, hey, to show people like, Look at this creepy guy out there. This guy was like following us and stuff. Or this guy right here was like saying the nastiest things to us. This guy hit on us. This guy said that he was 14 or 17. What happened to make her pull out the phone? And the reason why I keep asking this is because I really need your guys' help on this. This is what I've been thinking about literally for days, non-stop. I was at work the other day thinking about this. I was fixing a PCS2 machine. You know, I'm not going to tell you what plasma company I work for, but I was fixing a plasma machine, and it just popped in my mind. Why did she pull out her phone? Why did she record him? Maybe she already had her phone out. That's a high possibility. I would say she already did have her phone out, but why did she record him? How did she knew, know something was wrong? Was she just creeped out? Were they just creeped out? I say that he did have a gun. I would say he had a gun. Now, the police actually say that the murders were not caught on recording. There was no... I do believe that question was asked by true crime investigators to the police. I'm not sure exactly who asked them, but I did see an, a video where they asked them, is the murders on the recording? And the police said no. Okay. So the police are saying they're not going to release any more recordings because they don't want false confessions. That's why they won't release any more recordings. That's why they won't release any more information. Because they would have false confessions. So if the murders were not on recording, how would there be false confessions? Why won't they give us more recording than just guys down the hill? Obviously, it's not enough. What do the police know? What do they know? They know how the girls were murdered. That's a done deal. But do they have a good idea who did it? And they just can't prove it? Or 
they're getting close to something or they're on to something and they know it's going to happen soon. Or maybe they already got their guy. Maybe their guy's already dead and they know it. What is going on? This has been an issue for a little while now. We all want this case solved. Okay. We all are very emotional when it comes to this case. There are a lot of great YouTubers beefing right now. When they really shouldn't be beefing because they're both very much involved in this case. They should be working together. When it comes to this case, everybody should be working together, supporting each other, learning from one another, communicating with one another. Because at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is getting this fucking case solved. Forgive my language. But we got to get this case solved. It's going on five years. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Five years. It's time. It's really time. It's been long enough. Obviously, the three words, guys down the hill, isn't enough to help us. What's wrong with giving us the information of the girls walking towards the end of the bridge? The ones that they play for the families. Why can't they give us that that audio recording? Why can't they give us recordings if there was a guy following them and they said that in the recording? Or something creeping them out? Or more than guys down the hill? Maybe it's too... Because I do believe when that audio was caught... The phone was in Libby's pocket. That's why you can barely hear and it's kind of scruffy. I think she put the phone in their pocket when he approached them. But I do believe the girls were not on the bridge when he approached them. I think they were about to get on the bridge and then he, they saw him walking towards them and they were pretty much in a dead end. I don't know how the trail is. I watched the videos on True Crime Investigates and Gray Hudges and many things. I'm not sure if it's like a dead end on one side of the trail. I'm not sure, but that in my mind, that's what it is. That there's one entrance, one exit, pretty much. I mean, actually, no. Actually, I know there's multiple. I'm sorry. But maybe they just feel like they had to get back. This is what I'm saying about a short timeline, too. They were dropped off at, what, 1.30, was it? Was it 1.30? And then Libby's dad was there to pick them up at 3.15. So almost two hours, right? Let's say almost two hours. That is a short timetable to abduct, rape, murder. Let's say they didn't rape. Abduct, kill without anyone hearing you. Now, there were eyewitnesses that, you know, did the sketches and everything that saw somebody out there that ran into somebody. What do the police know? What do they know? Why won't they tell us a little bit more? Just a little bit. What are they on right now? I think they're on to something very good. I think they're about to make a move very soon. I think they're trying to find connections, and that's what they're doing right now.
Let's say that King Klein is not the killer. Let's say that's not Bree's guy. A lot of people don't think it's him. What if he's connected to the killer? wonder if he knows the killer. Would he rat on Bridge Guy to, you know, make a deal with the cops? I'm sure he would. I'm sure he would when you're facing life in prison. I know when it comes to me talking about this case, I get quiet and I'm trying to figure things out. But we got to find out what's going on. When I see Bridge Guy, listen to the audio. Just listen to the audio and look at Keegan's photo and listen to the audio. What do you think? Can you match that voice with him? Me personally... Because in my mind, my mind plays tricks on me. I can match it with him, honestly. But I just don't know. And that's what bothers me. That's what drives me up the wall every single day. There's a lot of us that are trying to help, trying to keep this case alive. You know, I actually did a, a video on the Evansdale murders. Two little girls killed, riding their bikes. Murdered. Cases unsolved. Just like Delphi. They were out, you know. But their case isn't talked about as much. You don't hear about Evansdale a whole lot. You hear about Delphi, but you don't hear about Evansdale. That's why I'm going to be doing other videos about Evansdale. Even though, like I said, this is not a true crime channel. This is not a true crime show, but we do go over true crime stuff. But this case has been in the spotlight for a long time. People want answers. People want information. People want to help. But the police know things, and they won't help us with just a little bit more. I'm not saying tell us everything to make false confessions, because false confessions will happen. They, they will. I don't know why they happen, but they do. People who false confess all the time. I don't know if they do it for entertainment. I, I don't know. Just a little bit more. What do the police know? What do they know that they're not telling us? What do they know that they won't tell us? What do they know that they're afraid to tell us or ashamed to tell us? What do they know that they don't know? Maybe they don't have enough information. Maybe they don't know who did it. Maybe they don't know how the girls, you know, what happened to them. You know, they don't know who did it, obviously, because the guy's not in jail. I do believe that they had a good idea who did it. They'd be bringing them in. They're trying to get, they're trying to connect dots step by step. And I really think sometimes they give us a little bit of information every now and then just to keep us like, okay, they're, they're still working the case. You know, sometimes I think they're never going to be able to solve this case. You know, the first few days or weeks is extremely important when it comes to murder investigations. It's been five years. Five years. Oh, uh, you know, we're, we're going to talk to this guy. He's a person of interest in the Delphi murders. We're going to talk to this guy. He's a person of interest. The reason why we got so excited about this time is because... This person actually had contact with Libby German two months before the murders happened. 
who is well well known for talking to minors, getting nudes from them, luring them, catfishing them, and that's what a lot of people think that happened to Abby and Libby. I still want to stand my ground and say they were not catfished, but at the end of the day, I don't know. We don't know. I really need your guys' input on this one. I need your ideas. I need your theories. What do you think happened? What do you think went wrong? Why do you think Libby pulled out her phone and started recording this guy? Do you think there was contact? Do you think there was some kind of communication before she recorded him? Any kind of communication. Before she recorded that man walking towards them on that bridge, do you think that he said something to him or some some kind of contact happened? Some kind of communication. Why do you think she freaked out enough to record him? Did she know something terribly wrong was about to happen? And she was doing everything she can? What? What happened? What can we do? I mean, what really can we do besides wait? This family's been waiting. These families, both of them, both families have been waiting for five years. For justice. I do believe, I want to believe, I want to believe that the police are onto something. I think they're onto something. And I do think something very soon is going to blow. One of my supporters sent me an email asking me, do I think Bridge Guy watches, watches the YouTube videos? And I remember a while ago, we talked about this and a lot of supporters were saying, no, he doesn't watch the YouTube videos. He doesn't care. You know, I think he watches the YouTube videos nonstop. I think the well-known people, when it comes to this case, he watches. I'm not saying he watches me, but yes, I think he watches Real Chill, G-R-A-Z. I think he watches Gray Hedges. I think he watches The Shape. I think he watches True Crime Investigates. I do believe he watches them. Non-stop. That's how he gets his information to see if they're getting close or not. That's how he knows. Press conferences. One thing about serial killers and people that do these type of things, they like to help. They like to be involved in the case. Don't ask me why. I don't know, but they do. Do you think the killer was at the search party? Do you think he was part of the search party when Abby and Libby, when they were looking for him before they found him? Do you think he was out there looking, helping look for him? Knowing what he did. This case is just 
it gets me every single time I talk about it. Every time I bring it up, I talk about it with coworkers, with my queen, with supporters. So, you know, I'll, I'll have, I have hundreds of emails talking about this case with people. Just like we gotta, we gotta work together. We gotta talk to each other. We gotta communicate with one another. We gotta support each other, and we gotta put heat on this guy, whoever he is. We gotta get him nervous. We gotta let him know that we're not ever gonna stop. We're not gonna let up. Yes, you got away with it for five years. That doesn't mean you're gonna get away with it for the rest of your life. What do the police know? What is in that audio? What's more on that video? What do they know? I'm going to end the video now, guys. And I do apologize how I acted in this video. But this is just an emotional case for me. I am extremely tired. I got to get up in two, three hours for work. I just want this case solved. And just because it gets solved, we're not going to stop, ever stop making talking about Abby and Libby. Their memories will live on. But at least their families would have justice. I'm not going to say peace. They lost their baby girls. I don't think they'll ever have peace. But they'll at least have justice. Now, a while ago, I made a video about Brian Chadwell. James Chadwell, sorry. And I got into an argument with the big true crime YouTuber by the name of Human Animal because I used Chadwell's photo as a thumbnail. So I was like, you know what? We got into a huge argument because she was saying if the if they go to court, if they arrest the real guy and it goes to court and they show the judge, you know, that I'm making it look like it's Chadwell, it could convince the jury to let the killer go. Yes, that I, I totally understand. I saw Carfax's video talking about that. I saw True Crime Investigates talking about that, which I totally understand and I respect. I respect all of them. But I really doubt they haven't heard it already. They haven't seen it already. When you talk about the Dale Five murders, everyone in the country knows about this. It's like the West Memphis Three. Everybody knows about this case. Everybody knows. I mean, anytime a person of interest comes up, they know the name. They know what they look like. They're going to look them up on social media. They're going to do everything they can to try to help. So when I put this video up or thumbnail up of James Chadwell, human animal, and I got into a little argument. So I said, you know what? I'm going to back off the true crime stuff. I'm going to get more into the entertainment. I'm going to talk about other YouTubers. I'm going to do this. We're going to film stuff outside of podcasting we're gonna do a lot of fun things but anytime new information comes with the delphi case that case alone we're gonna do a video about it we're gonna talk about it delphi and evansdale but delphi is priority number one as of right now evansdale is definitely a high priority we're gonna be looking into that we're gonna be trying to help we're gonna be trying to get it out there more 
But Delphi needs to get solved today, right now, right this second. And we just need a little bit more help. We need to help each other. We all need to communicate. We all need to listen to each other's ideas. What do you think happened? Tell me that. Leave in a comment. Send me an email. Badhabitsking at gmail.com. Badhabitsking at gmail.com. Tell me what you think happened step by step. Since from the moments the girls get dropped off by Kelsey German, what do you think happened? Where do you think things went wrong? Where do you think there was contact? Do you think there was contact? Do you think he followed him from the get-go? Do you think he was already on the other side? What made Libby pull out her phone? Do you think the killer lives in Delphi or outside in the immediate cities? Do you think he was at the press conference? Do you think he was part of the search party? Do you think he was interviewed by the police? What do you think happened? Tell me what you think. Tell others what you think. We all need to get together. We all need to listen to each other and support each other. And this goes for the YouTubers having beef. Greeno and Gray. Gray Hudges and Anthony Greeno. Both YouTubers, both influencers. You know, they have a lot of subscribers. Gray has, what, 70,000? Greeno has 17,000? You're an influencer. You can make a video about anything and you're going to have 10,000 views on it at least. And they're both very well known about this case. They both want this case solved. Squash the beef and work together. Maybe you two can come up with something that nobody else can. Maybe you two, just by having a conversation about the case, can come up with something. You don't know. When it comes to this case, it's sensitive, and we all should be supporting and listening and helping each other to help the families. That's it. That's it. We need to help the families out. We need to give the families justice. Five years. It's been long enough. And it drives me nuts knowing that Keegan Klein was out here in Las Vegas, walked my streets, my city, and we didn't get him. I wish we would have known who he was then. I wish we would have known what he's done then. So we could at least talk to him. I'll say it like that. That's going to be it for tonight's video, guys. I got to get up in a few hours. I am extremely tired. I love you guys so, so much for all your support. But do me a favor. Please email me at badhabitsking at gmail.com and tell me what you really think happened. Tell me your idea about this case. Tell me everything you think about it. Let's help each other. Let's listen to each other. Let's support each other. Just email me. Leave it in the comment below. Tell me what you think about this case. Tell me what you think happened. Even if it doesn't match up to what anyone else thinks. Yours might be dead on. Speak your mind when it comes to this case. Tell me what you think happened. I'm going to call it a wrap, kings and queens. I love you guys so much for all your support. You guys stay safe. Remember, help support the channel. We're going to be getting toys for the kids at the Children's Hospital at the GoFundMe account in the link below. And when I do a live video, please help me out with the Super Chat. I never had one before yet, so I'm getting really excited for that. Also, if you like a free Bad Habits Kingdom t-shirt, 
from clothing line bad habits laundry they have arrived so go ahead and email me at badhabitsking at gmail.com and i want to make sure you get one and guys please email me and tell me what you think you can also check me out on instagram bad habits kingdom tiktok bad habits kingdom twitter bad habits king facebook bad habits kingdom spotify apple we have it all kings and queens we have it all i am exhausted i am so tired but i needed to get this video right i needed to talk about this because it's literally all i've been thinking about in the last few days on why she pulled out her phone and recorded him what happened what can we do to help each other to help the families all right kings and queens you guys have a good night stay safe i love you